Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Chopping up the good, the bad, the insane movies, TV shows of the horror and supernatural genre. With games, trivia, facts, and more. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Always joined by myself, hosted by myself, I mean, Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, also known as Zach, THS Chop Shop, and also now joined by my fabulous blood guts and everything nuts bestie, Evil Pris. Hello, hello, we're here, we're, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little joke between me and Evil Pris because we had some technical issues prior to this. Streaming yes, recording. We're here, we're here now, a little frustrated a little earlier, but we're good, we're good. We're definitely good. So, yes, uh, I hope everybody's having a horror-loving weekend inside watching some great horror films because, God damn, the heat has been killing. It is too fucking hot. Too fucking hot. Like, I literally went out yesterday to a comic book party, and it was in a store, and there's so many people opening the door, and it was, like, even hotter inside the store. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, all I did was go to get uh, toilet paper and a couple other things I needed, and even that was a fucking cask. Yeah, it's if you really don't have to be outside, don't fucking be outside. Yeah, like that's, there's no way. It's not worth the barbecue that you want to have. <laughs> no, not a, no, no, no. You don't need that barbecue whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm going to tell the, the audience here. Uh, thank everybody for entering the contest that Evil Pris talked about last week, and we posted about. We'll reveal the we'll reveal the, the winners of this contest after spoilers. I was about to say, after spoilers, I'm going to be revealing it this time. Yep, Evil Chris is taking charge and revealing, and she's going to tell you why you won, and she's going to tell who won. Yes, after the spoilers. After the spoilers, yeah. So we're reviewing a really fun movie that is a great summertime horror flick, in my opinion. A movie that I love reading. I read this like after I saw the movie in theaters many eons ago. It was described by Josh Whedon, you know, Josh Whedon, Buffy, Avengers and all that. A firefly. Uh, Whedon has said it's a serious. This movie is a serious critique of what we love and what we don't about horror movies, and this actually like really comes into what we're going to tell you. The title is right now. It's the 2011 horror comedy film Cabin in the Woods. Yes. 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 A fun movie that I know that I have so many fun little antidotes about on here that I'm going to refer to you on. I was about to say, I think it's funny because the question that we had last week completely falls into this movie of like what you just don't do. Yeah, it really does. It really fucking does. I I think it's perfect. You remember that? The person was like, what would you do if it's like this movie is basically mocking like, yeah, these people know that it's sketchy, but they're still going to go anyway. Yeah, that the film is literally, this movie was, when I first saw this, I was like, wow, all right. It was great to me in the theater so much because it was so different. And it was like, you had one or two characters that you knew that they were like the one in on the joke and the rest weren't in on the joke. Exactly. So uh, the movie really starts in an underground laboratory. Like, you go to a movie seeing Cabin in the Woods. You're like, all right, we're starting off first, like, in an underground laboratory. Engineers, these two guys, Gary and Steve, they're discussing plans for a mysterious, like, ritual. After they're talking their bullshit about how, like, one's wife is building shelves because they're trying to get pregnant. And they just found out that the operation, that's all we know, 
failed in Stockholm. And that's we, we then we get the, the, the we they get oh, talking we don't about care. we don't care about that we don't care about that guy. We don't yeah. care about that guy. It, it's so funny because that was the part where that cabin in the woods comes on the screen. So like it was just like at that point you gotta know you're gonna have a fun time. So we cut into like the main characters, American like just basic American college students, Dana, Jules, Kurt, Holden, and our favorite, my favorite, I know it's going to be our favorite, Marty, who lives in a world of reefer, as he says. <laughs> I, I think, that, and honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, Marty is the character in this movie that has the killer, the best lines in a movie like this I've seen in a while, you know? He would be like, he would be like my stoner buddy all day long. I totally think he'd be like either one of our best friends and like growing up or no, something. He, you would, know? he would just, he would keep you around just for entertainment value a little bit. He would like me more. Probably like you more. Yes. All right. Yeah. So all, all these college students, they're going to go be spending the weekend at Kurt's cousin's cabin in the forest, man. Yeah. They have a cabin in the forest and his cousin is letting them use. And as they head out, we see, a soldier on the Dana's college dorm over there calling into the lab that the students have left. That's when you're like, oh, well, I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck this movie is going to be about now. So you keep getting into it. And I just want to, I want to talk a little bit. Let's just, let's talk about the introduction of Marty by himself arriving in the car with the super bong. Exactly. Sorry. I literally was just grabbing something off the ground. That's you cool. Yeah, like so I want I want you and me just to talk a little bit about Marty, his introduction, like arriving in the car with the power bomb, saying like, "Gosh, yeah. you're not gonna stop me." Dude, okay, seriously, I remember when I actually first saw that movie, and I almost was gonna be like, "Who can make something like that for me?" That is like hot. That's like some government made shit. I everybody needs one of those. Turns into a coffee mug. Like, come on. I think we should find someone to make one for us, Zach, or that, each of us one. And we should copyright it with the horror supernatural shop shop. And that we, if you no, want it, you gotta go to no, us. No, don't fucking trade. Don't fucking steal someone else's idea. Person probably already copyrighted it, so it's probably out there somewhere. I was gonna say, don't steal that person's idea. <laughs> That's just gross behavior. No, we're not gonna steal an idea. Like, well, if we could find, if I could ever find it, though, that's your ultimate Christmas gift for me for years. Well, I'm a Jew, so. Your ultimate Hanukkah gift, I mean. That's right. All right. So uh, <laughs> as as the uh, students are traveling to the location <laughs> and they get into town, we get what every horror slasher film always has: the weirdo old guy at the gasoline station giving them grief and having banter, which we later learn his name is Mordecai. It's all, it's all fun. Speaking of stoners. <laughs> but like what you see as they travel to said cabin, they're going under this, they're going under this like bridgy hill thing. And you see this like bird fly around after they leave and they fl it flies to the other side. It bangs into a power grid looking thing that burns it to death. The zooms were burnt I down. Like how, I just like how they actually had no problem killing off Thor. Yeah, and a funny, funny thing about this movie is they stopped like they stopped actually marketing on this film, and they pushed it more towards when Thor was coming out, so the movie would bank more on Chris Hemsworth, and they actually removed him from being fourthly in the titles to the second person titled in the movie because he was coming out with Thor. 
because it was a Josh Whedon movie, Avengers and Thor. Fancy facts right there. Yeah, I mean, I left a lot of facts in this movie because I really enjoyed learning about them. All right, in the lab, we we get the we get these two character assholes in the lab that we learn they're remotely going to control the cabin, manipulate the students by intoxicating them with like mind altering drugs that have effects such as increasing libido and irrational thinking. That's so like whatever they if whatever they were having that day, I want some. <laughs> now I think Marty had the best shit possible because you know you know I mean we'll get into that but Marty was the king of it in this whole scenario. Of course. Of course, darling, of course. Of course. There we go. All right. So the lab departments take bets on what kind of monster will attack the students and discuss the failures of international operations that now it's just them in Japan. Japan always takes the lead and America's always in the second. All right. That's what we got so far. But in the cellars, in the cabin cellar, the group finds bizarre objects including the diary of Patience Buckner, a cabin resident abused by her sadistic family. She then, see, she then sees that there's something in Latin, but before they get anywhere there, it's just fucking hilarious to me that when they get down there, you see all that shit that, right away looking at it, you see, you, you think ghost story, you think Hellraiser, like little ball, you know, you think fucking like creepy ballerina like box, you see so many little things down there. I was going to say, you think a lot of different things, so you don't really know where it's... You don't really know, actually, where it's going until they, until about, like, halfway through. It's Like, halfway through, obviously, they start explaining it. But, like, I would say that, like, the first little... The first probably, like, 35, 40 minutes in the movie, you're literally just kind of scratching your head like it was good, but it's like, what are they trying to get at? Yeah, I think that was fucking such a smart play. Again, go back to what they wanted to make this movie about. Smart and bad moves. And we're getting smart and bad moves, uh, especially here, as I'm going to continue saying, she, they, they're all about to touch objects, but one of them picks up a book. This book reminds you of maybe <clears throat> The Evil Dead. Um, so they're reading this book. Then it gets to Latin. She's like, it's in Latin. And then we get the awesome line from Marty. Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking fans here. Do not read it. And then as soon as he says that, you hear it like in the background. Read yeah, it. Read it out loud. You can point step by step of everything they're doing wrong. It's basically a type of movie, though, where it's basically making fun of all the stereotypes of horror movies. Yeah, and, and I, it's, it's fucking said, great. Halfway, halfway through, that's when they start talking about, like, well, we know that this is the good decision that they should make this decision, but of course they're going to make the bad decision. In a nutshell, it's basically they're getting hit with all the things that you shouldn't do, but they do it anyway. And because as you say, I'm sorry. Yeah. They, even, they even say, like, most people are going to make the more irrational decision before they make the logical one. Correct. So. But all that being said, Marty is the only character in this whole movie and even in this scene it's like are you fucking serious that would be like you and me any horror fan in this scenario would be like are you really gonna read the fucking latin out loud what the fuck is wrong with you you know yeah that's why being a stoner is so much better and this i really have to say the stoner is the fucking superhero of this scenario i gotta tell you that it really is and 
we will see this because as soon as she reads that shit, you know, and they really, and then the team over there releases like more pheromones into the fucking air there. That's when they all turn into what they want them to be. Kurt and Jules go to have sex outside. Bad decision. What happens? They're attacked by zombies. Jules is decapitated while Kurt escapes. But like, you, it was great how like Kurt gets hit in the back with that knife, takes it right out because you know he's Thor, <laughs> and he keeps going. Well, of course, I was about to say he's like you said, he's Thor. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so then we go on, and it just gets better and better. This is when we actually get to like shit's gonna pop off. Okay, well, you're not gonna it. say every you're not gonna say every little stuff pattern and everything though, because leave some of it for other people. No, no, no. So I definitely am. It's guys. I really was gonna make this like a Marty episode because I love this guy so damn much. Uh, well, I'm not. No, we we're not making a Marty episode, dude. No, no, <laughs> we're not doing a Marty episode. In a nutshell, the stoner was the hero. That's All right. he was. He was the hero as soon as he had the mug in my eyes. So no one, <laughs> no one has to agree with that. But he was always, whether he died or not, he was always going to be the hero to me. <laughs> and I, I totally knew that. I had notes here. Evil Prince's hero in the beginning of this like idea I had about like writing notes down. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm not dedicating a whole entire episode to uh, a stoner out of a horror movie. So, but I cannot leave out great lines from every character in this movie, though. Um, so when they all get together and they band together, Kurt is finally thinking straight. We have to stick together. But then they pump more gas, and this is uh, this is the only thing I want to say. When they pump the more gas, and this is when they make the mirage, you know. And he uh, he changes his mind. No, it would be better off that we separate and check all the rooms. And again, Marty is being the rash one says, really? Because who the fuck would do that? When you're in that scenario, you stick together. Pretty much. <clears throat> so again, going back to Marty, he's the one that discovers concealed surveillance equipment, just being dragged off by a zombie and presumed dead. The lab, le learn, the lab guys over there learn that Japan's done. They failed which we see a great shot of a wannabe, great Japanese ripoff of a bunch of little schoolgirls defeating an evil spirit and turning it into a frog. Uh, okay, now you're giving away too much, dude. Like, we got to be able to leave some for other people. Like, that's the thing right now. You're telling too much. Oh, I, these, these scenes you know, are so amazing. You're telling, too, you're telling too much. Remember, we give a little bit so people want to either watch it again or want to see it for the first time. You're giving too much. Okay. All right, so on it. we'll skip towards like the three of them that are left are trying to escape in the RV. Our hero Thor actually dies. How does he die? He does his little hero monologue, like monologue, like there. He says his and thing. And he crashes. Yeah, like into that thing, like a fucking bug. It's like, like a bug. Squatting. I don't know. I honestly, I don't really know what they thought was going to happen with that whole scenario because they're all like sad and getting all upset. It's like, what the fuck did you expect? It's basically a giant fly swatter, but for humans. They, they didn't know it was there, though. That was what was great about it. Like, he, okay, he really so, thought he was going to make like, it. In the very end, though, we got to tell him what the, oh, with the spoil, we got to tell him the overall point of this movie because the problem is, is right now you're, it went in so many different directions that now it's confusing. So tell everybody real quick what they were, what the lab was trying to get at. All right. The whole point of like what they're trying to get at is the lab needs, they're the only country that's alive. They need them to be all dead so their blood can go and satisfy gods that live under where we are. Yeah. It's all planned to, to make sure the gods are happy. 
So basically, in the end, guys, America just wants to be a big-ass cult. What if there really is something like that going on? Have you ever thought about that? Did you ever think that maybe something like that actually is going on and we're just like kind of like off in our own little world? I totally think this is not just in America. I think this shit probably is a joint unit between so many damn countries where... I know, but that's what I mean, though. I'm saying, like, what if it's actually really happening right now as we're just sitting here recording this podcast? It's possibly. It's, it definitely is possible. What would, you, what would you do if you stumbled in on something like that? Turn the right, turn the right fuck back. That's what I would do. <laughs> I like I like how you just kept it very like turn around like no fuck this noise I would do the same thing I'm not gonna lie I, I would I'm it, it's just like what we were saying earlier with the with the question last week where it's like d- don't be the hero man especially if you if you actually legit want to be alive dude it, it, it's a, it's on, a bummer pay grade well hold on if you want to be the hero then make sure that you don't care that you either you don't care if you die or you know that you would die for a purpose but if you legit just 100 percent don't want to die don't be the fucking hero like just don't no no hero action needed if it doesn't need to be needed okay i will fucking run i will (laughs) i'm out dude i'm in an uber already i'm done what if they didn't have an uber there i'll run my ass like i never ran my ass before all right. Well, that's a that's a good answer. That's a good answer. If there was no transportation, yeah, I got legs. I can go. <laughs> yes, but in in the very end, it ended, it, they were basically explaining it was like basically like a cult like experience where they were gathering people to be able to sacrifice them in a nutshell so that the gods would be happy and everybody could continue to live free and happy and save the whole world by just killing a few teenage like you know Americans there, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> pretty much. I was about to say, I'm on pins and needles to announce the winners, though. But did you want to bring up one of our sponsors first? Really? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then this, uh, sp- finish out the movie with what, what happens, okay? Well, yeah. All right. So tonight, our sponsors are, once again, TGE.company, also known as TG Collectibles, family-owned collectibles retailer. They are fucking amazing to us, always support us. Their items of the week I'd like to recommend are it, Ultimate Pennywise, 1990, 7-inch figure for $37.99. And also it, too, Pennywise Swamp Statue for $44.99. Great pieces to have in your collection. And also, they have my eyeliners, all 12 sets of them online, always available. Shop their awesome site, use our discount code, and the code is CHOPSHOP. All lowercase for 10% off your full order and follow them on Instagram at TGE Collectibles and TGE Promotions. Our second sponsor is Blood Witch Unlimited, a company focused on providing all clothing and all accessories with the highest quality and all things dark. Check out their comfortable death before decaf tea. Without coffee, some of us feel dead inside. Remember, no saviors, look within. Shop now at bloodwitchunlimited.com and follow at bloodwitchunlimited on Instagram and Facebook. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. So let me get through this movie now. And all right. The, the whole lab thinks Dana's dead. She's, she's the only survivor, blah, blah. Marty, still being alive, still his stone herself, helps her with his powerbomb moment, which is awesome. 
They escape. He realizes and brings them down to an area that goes under the under the ground. Dana connects the dots as they get there, and as they're going down, they find they're in the elevator now. They are seeing monsters and different <laughs> like cubes and shit. And she's realizing it connects with all the fucking objects in the cabin cellar. And that's what determined what monsters that would go after them. So, got audience, this is basically saying we chose. They made us choose how we die. And uh-huh. the monsters you see in there are just Ooh. fucking so great and such throwbacks to, like, every horror film that I think I anybody loves. I was to say, I definitely appreciated, like, all of that. So, yeah. it was nice. They really cared about us as horror fans putting in these kinds of uh, what they were known as monsters in them, you know? I mean, sure. If that's real, if they actually cared about us or if they thought we might end up making more money if we make them look more real. Yeah, it's questionable. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so as they finally get down, the elevator stops. Uh, Marty gets the, gets grabbed by the zombie arm. But then he, it actually helps them later on because this guard tries to kill them. The zombie arm grabs that guard down. Marty saves the day in that scenario. And that's when they release all the fucking monsters. Like, literally, Dana says, Army of Nightmares, huh? Let's get this party started. I, I love it because it's, like, used three times in this movie. And the monsters wreak really bloody, gory havoc on the staff. I have to mention my favorite kill in this scenario is Death by Unicorn. Death by yes. Unicorn. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I want but, a unicorn as a pet. Oh my god, I want that like so bad. I would like live life with that unicorn and travel the world. You would accidentally kill the unicorns, that I would not kill the unicorn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're and so funny. We... You're like you've got like so butthurt first was like you're like I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then we get like these awesome deaths that we've always wanted. They're watching this movie. Like the, one of the other guys, and then we get Hadley is killed by the merman that he's talking about in the whole damn movie that he's obsessed with, and he wants to be the killer. Ironic, isn't that? Dana accidentally then stabs the other guy to death, who finally says, "Kill him," meaning Marty, because they're basically Marty needs to die, or this thing does not work. Dana, live or die at the end, needs to be the last one who survives to please the gods. That's how the script works. That's how the gods want it. That's how they're supposed to be doing. So that's pretty much do it or not you're fucked if it doesn't happen and at that point that's where we meet the director played by Sigourney Reaver in such a small little scene yeah my girl yeah and they're in this ancient temple that's really down there now and she explains all the rituals of human sacrifice are held to appease the ancient ones and we realize that they're a group of like the deities like they've been here before us and they're giant and everything. Each reason has each region has its own ritual, and that's pretty much that. Like they're revealing the five slasher film art, like like stereotypes of movies. You got the whore Jules, you got the athlete Kurt, you got the scholar Holden, the fool Marty, and he loved that. And the virgin Dana, and Dana's like virgin, and Sigourney so Reaver's character is like we. We take what we got. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. It's like the banter is so, you could tell if you ever watch Buffy or any of these shows, like Josh Whedon had so much like good skills when he was writing this to, with his partner on the movie, yeah, you know? Also, like just the fact that Sigourney Weaver literally just like is just her just makes it even better. 
I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, that's my girl right there. <laughs> <laughs> so even now, the, the director, Sigourney Reeves' character, is saying, listen, do you want to die for, do you want to die or do you want the world to die? So Marty basically has to kill himself or Dana has to kill Marty. Mar Marty is like, I, you killed all my friends. Now I'm, I'd rather die. This world needs to end. Dana's about to shoot Marty. He turns around, but a werewolf attacked her ass. And then Marty proceeds to kill all except Dana. He, he gets her, he kills, he, he gets helped by another zombie, the little girl you see with one arm. That's from what they, what they took out from the grave. And she gives Marty like that little like creepy, I like you stare before she kills the Dude, director. She probably, she probably wanted to suck his dick. I think so. She gave him that like, hey, what's up? Look. She gave that like creepy. She gave that creepy little girl vibe. She did creep. Oh, hashtag creepy little girl vibe. Yep. And then basically deciding that humanity is not worth saving at the price of human sacrifices. Dana and Marty sit there, smoke a joint, awaiting their fate. With last words between them, as they wish they got to see the gods. And yeah, that would have made for a fun weekend. As we get the temple floor collapsing. A giant ass hand appears from the ground, destroying everything and probably the world. And as the screen ends, we get last by Nine Inch Nails playing, and that made it all the better for me. Fuck you up. Yeah, and that's Cabin in the Woods, everyone. I sincerely hope that you check it out if you've never checked it out. Um, I think that you'll sit there and have a fun ass time with your friends watching it. Being stoned would be great watching it, you know? <laughs> Well, everything's better stoned. <laughs> and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna say uh, my rating for this movie uh, from when I saw it. Then I saw it again this weekend. I I still love it. I just forgot how much I love the Marty character, how much I love Sigourney Reaver appearing. Um, I give it a complete ten for its originality, and it's like fuck you, we're doing what we want mentality. I was about to say I, I'm no I'm no fun. I literally I was gonna say ten too, because <clears throat> there is like I said there there was no like pointing out what was wrong or what they were doing wrong. Like it that's what the movie was set to do, which is what they very much made it known and said that like hey like this is you know you know what I mean like everything about it. There was no trying to sit there and be like oh there's a loophole here and there's a loophole there. It's like there's not. It's just one of those movies where, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I definitely do. It's like they basically, the movie didn't go off any kind of usual guidelines. They, yeah, exactly. they gave us question marks I guess, everywhere. I mean, that's like, that's basically what I'm saying. Like, it didn't go by, like, the typical like, okay, well, this is gonna, like, it literally was making fun of all the guidelines. It was yeah. nice to watch, a, it was nice to watch a horror movie where he, he they, actually just said like we are not gonna do the basic guidelines this is we're gonna like point out and make fun of the guidelines but yes either way that's a 10 i give it a 10 as well yeah i, I just want to say i remember seeing the trailer for the movie at first right and i love how they did the trailer the trailer totally makes it look like a slasher film they don't give you like most of these trailers give you like oh, a good scene they just gave you like it's time to party, and then them in the woods and zombies and shit. They didn't give you anything else to kind of think about in the trailer. They they left us there to think for ourselves. I loved it. They did that right. Yes, definitely. Okay. All right, winner's time. So I'm, I'm announcing the winner. So basically, 
before I get into who it is, I'm going to say that when you guys do receive my merch, make sure to take a picture of it. Make sure to like talk about it and whatnot. And again, I'm going to say also, these are literally one and done type ones that I made way back in the day when I actually was able to kind of, you know, get a lot of t-shirts and be able to put the logo on it so just be careful when you wash it wash it in either cold water or hand wash it but also I'm not going to be making these again so once they're gone they're gone and I'm going to be redesigning things so for blood guts and everything that's merchandise the two winners are dum, dum, dum. icky boo sticky and Halloween Homestead, and I'm going to read you exactly what they wrote, and these are these are the reasons why they are the winners, because we also asked you guys to give <clears throat> real answers of why you wanted to win, not dumb ones, like, and I'm not saying every people did dumb ones, but if you're going to do a typical answer, you weren't going to win. So, the first message from is going to be from Icky Boo Sticky because Halloween Homestead had a heartfelt one and Icky Boo Sticky was just being weird but in the best way possible because I loved his explanation so <clears throat> he ended up writing if I win my goodies I will covet them deep in a dark well locked away from the world mine all mine I thought that was fabulous fabulous answer right there so I appreciate it because it had the bit of the humor to it. But what I love, I loved Halloween Homesteads the most because it was to the point, but it was also heartfelt, but not corny or anything. And Halloween Homestead wrote, I'd love to win for lots of reasons. I love and support THS Chop Shop and would rep it proudly. I love horror and all scary things. I love Halloween and horror merch. And like most people don't always have the extra money to get it. <clears throat> so guess what? For the both of you, you guys are going to be receiving a t-shirt. Uh, you are going to receive, be receiving a print of some of my makeup work, as well as some pins in one of my cards. And Maybe I might throw something else in there. Maybe I, I won't. I don't know. We'll see. But also, I am going to either me or Zach, most likely me, because I'm the one that's going to be shipping them out. I'm going to message you each to be able to get your information so that I could be able to mail out to you guys. I also, this week, am going to be mailing out my podcast partner some merch Aww. as well of my things. I so. can't wait. But Welcome. yes, yeah. you guys had like great answers. They were funny, a little bit dark, but also just heartfelt. And I'm going to apologize ahead of time to Patches. It's not that, you know, got nothing against you, bro, but you just, you gave a very basic answer. So I wasn't really super impressed with that, but I do, we do appreciate your support still, but you know, there'll be other contests. Keep trying. You never know. Who knows? Congrats to all the winners, and hold I will on, be hold posting. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done yet, sir. Oh, I'm not sorry, done yet. I'm gonna, well, I was, I'm going to say thank you guys for supporting THS Chop Shop, but also as well as supporting my effects company, Blood Guts and Everything Nuts, as well as Mr. Eyeliner. So you guys will be getting that. Wear it proudly. If you want, can, share it. 
do whatever, just pass all around. And again, like Zach just said, you guys are awesome and amazing. And congratulations to those winners. But I do know that Zach has his contest this week that he would like to actually announce. You said you yes. were doing that today, right? Yes, I would. Uh, thank you, even Chris. And you did a great contest. You have really good uh, you know, winners there. I want to say I'm announcing this contest where I'm going to send five new of my eyeliner colors plus a sticker plus a little thank you note to three winners who can answer a question like this. Your favorite obscure horror movies and why? Why obscure horror movies something great? From the beginning, you saw an obscure horror movie that didn't make the money in the movie theaters, but you love it. A lot of people don't really appreciate it. It's underappreciated. So this week, obscure, underappreciated horror films, what they did for you, how you saw them, and how you have stayed in love with them, and how you continue to discuss them with people. Give me some answers that are very intelligent, please. I want to, no, don't give me the basic same movies. Give me something that I, maybe I've never seen or Evil Prince has never seen. Let's discuss why that is important to you and why you love it. And you can submit these answers starting Monday afternoon. I'm going to post something on our Instagram account and our Facebook account. And you answer on there or send them directly to our message board and we will respond. But I will be announcing the winners next recording and next segment and i will go over the winners that i choose beforehand though with evil press and we'll, we'll choose together yes i was about to say this was definitely a team effort on decisions so don't think that it was just me that chose we did talk about it so you guys don't have to think that oh they're just playing favorites we're not we legit just want real answers yeah it stimulates us so thank you guys and please i hope that a lot of people submit answers for this one as well Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, let's uh, end out the show by telling people how they can find you and follow you. All right, guys. You can be able to find me on my FX page on Facebook under Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts. Or there's my work on IG as well. So there's a lot of my work on there, too, under Evil Pris. You could also... Email me at electricsugarpop69 at gmail.com. Also, catch me on TikTok. Me and Zach are going to be eventually probably doing some little live clips together. Hell as, yeah. Uh, yeah, eventually. So under TikTok and IG, Evil Prist, you can be able to see samples of my work on there if you don't have Facebook. But if you have Facebook, find me under Jackie Hunt or Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts. And... Contact me. I'm starting to get booked for things. So you, you could be able to find my number and everything if that makes it easier. Or you can message me on any of those platforms. So you take it away, Zach, so they could be able to know where to find you. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Zach, THS Chop Shop at gmail.com for any bookings, engagements, uh, fees, and information about our show. Also at the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Instagram. Always support us there and message us, comment on our posts and everything else. Follow Mr. Eyeliner on IG as well, my anti-bullying eyeliner brand. And also the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Facebook. Become a friend, follow and support, and wait for our next episode. Every episode comes out Mondays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, I'm so proud of you. You said that so well. Thank you. You sounded like a well-rounded man. Oh, I appreciate that. And just one second. And one other thing I want to say, a special shout out to my comic book pro Billy Bombs for inviting me to this weekend's comic book party where I got to promote our show and a lot of these artists became followers of our show now. So I love it. 
Very nice. And that will be it for tonight before Evil Pris takes us away. All right, guys. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope you continue to have a good rest of the week. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but for today, just fucking stay inside. It's hot. We don't want to be there today. No. But also just remember to have fun. Tell us more about different horror movies. Also ask us some questions so we'll be able to answer them next week. There's just a lot of things to cover for the contest. So just remember to always creep it real. And creep horror love going, guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Later, Evil Pris. Bye. Have a good day, guys. You too. Later. Later.